Welcome to Book Talk for Book Talk, a literary podcast where we've been deep diving into your favorite novels. This is Jack. And I'm Amy. And our listeners love to share their thoughts and theories via email and voicemail. So we're sharing them via our weekly mini episodes. The views expressed by the hosts and listeners are entirely their own and in no way represent the thoughts or intentions of the original author. This podcast is a discussion shared to spark thought and conversation on the characters and themes of this novel. Spoilers may be discussed with or without warning. Explicit language, as well as themes of sex, violence, abuse, death, and depression will recur throughout this podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Trigger warning. This episode, Amy and I are quite tipsy in this, and we're going to cover various topics, including graphic sexual discussion, as well as self-harm. And maybe just stupid tomfoolery. So if you're not a fan of loud screeching noises and aggressive laughing, please don't listen. Maria. Bye, Mom. (laughs) Are you ready? Yes. Amy? (laughs) Do it again. Start over. Amy? What? Um, we're doing, we asked, we asked the listeners to do a Q&A session, drunk edition. So tipsy, tipsy. We're not drunk, but we're having a good time. We are having a great time. We've been drinking mimosas for the past hour. We've gone yeah. through almost two bottles of champagne. Yeah. Um, no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Let's begin. But first, let's take a sip. Nice big drink. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did two gulps. <gasps> oh, wait, I have to catch up. Oh my god, my face is fuzzy. Are <laughs> 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 you ready for the first one? Yep. I just want people to know it's only one in the afternoon. One in the afternoon. <laughs> on its Why does Saturday. 12 only get noon? <laughs> it's just kind of fucked up. Like one's afternoon now? I feel pretty noon. Anyway. Noon is noon, and afternoon is afternoon. But I just think it's bullshit that one's considered afternoon because it comes afternoon. No, but I still feel like afternoon encompasses like a four, even three realm. One, but anything afternoon is afternoon. I just think we need a better term. <laughs> okay, don't. Do, that was not even a question. <laughs> Which SJM characters would you choose to take take to a queer or? Kinky sex club. Oh, <laughs> I'm taking a sip for this. Oh my god. Okay, so Azrael has to go to mm-hmm. like. I mean, he is like kinky king. Oh yeah, he's kinky. And let's separate gay and kinky, queer and kinky. Yeah, because those two d- things don't have to go together. No, that's definitely as a straight kinky person. And as a very queer person, but also kinky. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they don't not. They don't. Yeah. Queer doesn't mean kinky. Yeah. Uh, I would love Nesta's face. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I'll take front, Nesta. So in front of people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Hell yeah. I mean, I've read about enough sex clubs that I'm just like, I've done a few Google searches. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Wait, no. My mom listens to this now. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, okay, ready? Was Maja's handling of the baby situation a HIPAA violation? 
right. Yeah, actually. How did she handle it? That she didn't tell Fira. Oh, 100% a Which, HIPAA violation. Talk about the patriarchal bullshit of like the doctor not telling the wife because the patient, the patient, the patient. Yeah, because the husband was like, I don't think she should know about it. And he gets to dictate no. what the patient knows? No. Bullshit. No. You know what? Your healthcare in Valaris sucks. <laughs> right? I want a different healthcare. You know, I didn't trust her at the beginning. I think we, I remember I said it. Maja? I said at the beginning that Nesta had it right and that we shouldn't have trust Maja. Oh. He's too, she, Maja is too loyal to Reese. Maja's too Maja's loyal to too, Reese. She's also the only Faye that looks old. She's too she, baked into the ca- patriarchy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, also, is she into, like, the new science of, like, no, mo- she's is not. she into, like, modern healing? She doesn't know what a C-section is. Right? Meanwhile, over at the day court, they're, like, doing <laughs> C-sections left and right. Like, Jack I can makes that wings, up. but I can't help a woman. Sorry. <laughs> Daddy Az's crush on Elaine, given how very different her personality is from Moore. But is her personality different from Moore? Don't make me think. That's not what we're here for. Yes? No. Okay, right. That was the answer. No, no. I mean, on the surface, it looks like they're very different, right? Mm -hmm. But they are both secretive. They both use alcohol to cope. In Frost and Starlight, when Nesta shows up, Elaine knocks back a glass of whiskey. Wow. Before dealing with her sister. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I don't think they're that different. That's why I want them to get together. (laughs) I love it. All right. Sexy fanfic about the Bat Boys. Let's come up with one now. You first. So it's going to be a why choose. Okay. Where Reese gets to decide why choose between Asriel and Cassian. For himself? Yeah. A queer bad boys? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's right. Ah. Tration. I, but he, both of them. Okay. Double. Yeah, I didn't say the V. Yeah. I just said double. <laughs> DP. Um, DP. DP in the A. <laughs> uh, should we have put a warning at the beginning of this? Like, we this definitely need going a warning to be, for the difference of this. Yeah. Graphic. The warning is mother, walk away. This is the one you skip. <laughs> Maria, don't listen to this one. Don't listen to this one. Uh yeah, I think I want a fanfic of the three of them and I want it to be in the like okay. So you know how it's like canon that the three guys hooked up with three different women in the same room? Well, we don't know the number of women, but they hooked up with oh, women each, in yeah, the yeah. same room. So they each hooked up with a woman in the same time. So in my fanfic, the women leave, but they're not satiated. And they keep going. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm sure fanfic out there exists. We haven't read Akatar fanfic because we don't want to get messed up. And messed up in the sense that we'll start quoting it. Yeah. And we'll be like, yeah, that's totally canon. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. One of our listeners is writing a fanfic based off of the information we've provided. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's really, I I was like, she sends it to us with updates, and I'm like, thank you. I can't read it because I'll get it confused. Yeah, but one day we will read it. I'll be like, SGM was really listening to us this day. Oh, wait, no, this was the fanfic. Oopsies. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. So I have to come up with a fanfic now? Oh, yeah, yeah, now you, because I did a good one. (laughs) I think my fanfic 
is a why choose for more, and all the females support her coming out by offering their bodies to her. <gasps> like all three sisters? Sure. And well, Emery each, and Gwen. Like one at a time. Oh, we are we can't someone pointed out. We don't say Gwen, we say Gwyn. I said Gwyn. I don't know, Amy. I don't know these things. I don't know these things. It all sounds the same in my ears. I know. I'm sorry. All right, go ahead, keep going. But anyway. It could be like uh more has yeah, Feyre gives her a one on one. Elaine gives her a one on one. Well it has to start with Elaine because it's like gentle. Yes, gentle. You know? And then Feyre. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then Nesta. And then Nesta, Gwyn, and Emery all oh. together. I showed Amy some art. So we're a big fan of Katie Roberts. Robert. I just had another addition before you continue. Mm-hmm. And then Amryn, but Amryn's the dom and Moore's the sub. Oh, yeah. And she just, like, watches and dictates what Moore's allowed to do yeah. with other randoms. Oh, yeah. Love it. This is great. Uh, So... What did I say? Oh, right. So Katie, Katie Roberts. Roberts, big fan of her. We love we we're we're stands here of Katie. She posted some fan art for one of her books that's coming out. And it had like a woman in the middle with two guys. No, and it's another. not fan art. It's art. She. Oh, yeah. It's not right? fan art. It's art for her upcoming book. But it's a woman in the middle and two men. Three men. There was a third guy. There was three men. And then but there was a woman. I think you're thinking that one of them was a woman. Oh, the one to her left was there's because there was three surrounding her, but two of them were men. One was a woman. Oh. Yeah. And but they were all pleasuring her. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's what we need. <laughs> uh, OK. Just want to say Jack has the exact same voice as my ex. So I'm simping a little. Oh, oh. Uh, look, we encourage you guys to objectify us <laughs> jack encourages you amy to... wants it too she just won't say it and i have a girlfriend <laughs> doesn't mean you don't want to be slightly lusted after i'm not allowed to admit to that <laughs> blink twice if you want it oh. <laughs> she's hiding her face <laughs> you're over there blinking to yourself like crazy uh look i just yeah i think we i think we can all as a team objectify us a little more thank you i hope my drunk voice fits your simping still if you could rewrite farah's character what would you do differently someone's making us use our big girl thoughts i would have had her trying to seduce tamlin to escape him Mm. sooner yeah i would have had her Stand her ground more in the High Lord's meeting. I just really hate that she let herself get bulldozed a little bit of like, oh, well, you gave away Claire's name. It's like, bitch, I was human. All right. I didn't know shit. (laughs) Yours is reasonable and feminist. Mine is not. No, I can make it not feminist. And then she sucks everyone's dick. (laughs) (laughs) You can suck dick as a feminist and it's okay. I've done the research. <laughs> I've really struggled to see what I bleep out. <laughs> Everyone together. Feminists can still duck suck dick. <laughs> you can still be feminist trash. It's okay. But yeah, no, it's all right. It's all good. No, sucking dick does not equal trash. I'm sorry. Not at all. I'm Thank sorry you. I said that. I know. That's the one person who... 
does it in the room. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Favorite smutty book. I love Haunting Adeline. He. She's not quiet about that. I'm not quiet about it. Uh, look, read the trigger warnings before you go into it because it's not gentle. I have yet to read. What is it? The Kraken's. The, the, cra- the Katie Roberts follow up to The Dragon's Bride. And yeah, it's but the Kraken. I don't know. Is it The Kraken Sacrifice? The Krakalakin. I love the idea of tentacle porn. I'm sorry. It was really good. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I just haven't read it yet. But the idea of tentacle porn is just... Look, it's just there's so much things happening at one time. I love it. I love it. I'm not not against it. Yeah. Big fans here (laughs) on Book Talk (laughs) of tentacle porn. (laughs) What was your dream job as a kid? I wanted to be a singer. And I was very, it was pretty good at it. I'm a pretty good singer. Mm -hmm. And in high school, I was in like the top choir in high school. And I was very good. I was training and everything. And then I was told I was uh, not skinny enough to be a a professional singer. That's bull fucking shit. Yeah. So that ingrained more body image dysmorphia on me. And, uh, but I still love to sing. But that was like, I wanted to be a singer. You know what we need to do? We need to go karaoke. I miss it so much, Amy. My mom's trying to figure out when she was supposed to. Mom, if you're listening to this, we need to figure out when you're coming up to L.A. so you can come karaoke. <laughs> but she's not listening to this because we told her not to listen. Right. All right. Whoever's in L.A. wants to come karaoke with us. Right, what was your dream job? My dream job when I was 14 was definitely to act. I was mm. obsessed with Buffy. Mm-hmm. I was convinced that I was going to be an actor actress actor and be in the entertainment industry i did a lot of acting in middle school high school did a lot of plays and whatnot i like to think i'm good yeah scenes that should have been included and or nixed in books in general and in akatar obviously in silver flames we should have gotten the nesta cassian no 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 scenes that should have been nixed I You're thought including. it was should have been included and should have been next or should have been next. Should have been. Should have been. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's both. I don't remember what I just wrote. <laughs> Red. Oh, my God. <laughs> Too much champagne. Uh, um, yeah. Know? So definitely should have included Nesta Cassian as real three way. One hundred percent. Then we wouldn't have gotten the confusing bullshit with mm-hmm. the. The uh, necklace with Elaine and Gwyn. Which I talk about on our TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great one. In general, I would love more books to have like a women standing up for themselves. Yeah. I just want a scene. And I look, I will go into every single trope that there possibly can be. But just a moment of like a woman pointing out a man's logic doesn't make sense. So can I tell a personal story right now? Because I'm still pissed at myself for let's, something I did yesterday. It. Let's do it. Talking of women standing up for themselves, uh-huh. I asked a bunch of men to put a bunch of carts over in one corner for yeah. commencement where people drop off their robes and hoods and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, that doesn't make sense. It should go here because of traffic and 600 people, etc." And my ass was too tired to deal with his bullshit and tell him how he was wrong. So I was just like, fine, do whatever you want. Yeah. 
instead of standing up for myself. And I'm still mad 24 hours later. Yeah, because it's exhausting because we have to do it so much. We have to do it so much. And it was just like, you are not worth my fight. Yeah. And I think there's something about it where it's like, you know, if I compare my relationships in my early 20s to like my last one where I was, you know, early 30s. It that hurt. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Thirties <laughs> just had to. I mean, I guess I was in my early thirties. I'm maybe. in my mid thirties now. Oh, I'm still. I'm counting mid to early for me. And anyway, so but when I compare the two, defending yourself felt like it sounded. It sounded. It felt like it was like needy or like whiny. Yeah. In my like early twenties, that was my interpretation. Like, if I if I nitpick, if I'm just going too much into it, well, I'm you know I'm the problem because I'm I won't let this go and I'm nitpicking. Versus like, I mean, it's not really a great example because my ex boyfriend was really chill, but you know, like in my thirties, it was just much more of like, no, here's why I'm specifically upset. Yeah. Related but unrelated from my perspective. Uh huh. It's just. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm too tipsy. Go ahead. Go for it. That's the whole point I'm of this. I'm sorry. I'm, I can't validate what you're saying, but you're right. You're yeah. beautiful. Okay. Okay. What I'm about to say is completely unrelated. Okay. And I apologize. Oh, for God. That. What are you saying? No, all I'm saying is I'm just too used to being right and men accepting that I'm right in my life. That uh-huh. when it, I meet resistance from a man, I'm like, you're not fucking worth my time. Just move along so I can fix it. Oh, yeah. No, no. The, I mean, like, there's, like, social men and then there's, like, relationship men and those are, like, yeah. No. It, like, it, when it comes to socially with men. And I will say, though, like, that's something that I did not. That's a skill I had to learn over the years. I was talking about this recently where in my earlier career, not at my current job, past jobs, I had a male boss and I'm always hesitant when I get male bosses because mm-hmm. I feel like I have to put an extra pep in my step so that yeah. they're not upset. And the reason why I have to do that is because I had a male boss tell me one time, you know, you're, you know, you should really come in a more positive way because I expressed myself as frustrated a few times, not even pissed off. Yeah. And I'm upset that I didn't stand up for myself more and be like, no, this is an opinion. And it's frankly a sexist one. Yeah. It's so interesting because it all depends on the people you work with. Mm -hmm. I only had female bosses until my current boss. And I was terrified of having a male boss until my current boss. And you won the jackpot. I won the jackpot. He's a feminist. But what I realized is that all my female bosses before him were not supportive of women women, in the workplace. And I have... A male boss, and I used to have a great female boss, and she was amazing because I I could go to her and just be like, hey, I'm, you know, she knew I was bipolar, and I was able to just say, like, I'm having a manic episode. I, like, I'm going to get as much work as I can, or... Like, I cried to her, like, you know, I told her when I was going through a breakup and she was like, do you need to take some time off? And I didn't. And so, you know, I held my shit together. But like, I, you know, pulled through and like, but she was so aware of that. And so when my new male boss started, I flagged him very early on. And I was like, I need you to understand that there will be a day that I will cry to you. And you just need to be prepared for that. And I'm tired of not being able to cry to my coworkers or to my boss because I care. Yeah. 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 And that's just, you know, warned him now. Yeah, I get it. I don't even remember what the question was. (laughs) I don't either. I don't even know where that started. Okay, here's a great question. How many drinks does it take to get you buzzed or drunk? And what's the craziest drunk story? Woo. Oh, so I haven't 
in recent years, I've stopped drinking as much. Like, I don't drink as much as I used to. And it doesn't take too much. It depends on the liquor. It does. Like, I can have a glass of something, like vodka something, and I don't feel anything. And then I'll have one glass of wine and I'm flying. Yeah. Cider always fucking gets me. Anything with bubbles, that's what it is. Really fast. Like, right now, champagne, how many... I've had more than you have. have? Okay, I just <laughs> want you to know. <laughs> I'm staring at my glass if it's as if it's going to tell me how many I drink. <laughs> like I'm looking at it. Like, are you going to? Why aren't you answering me? I keep refilling mine when you're away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I I am a light, more of a lightweight. I've I've definitely since I was eight years sober and mm. then started drinking again within mm. the last year. I definitely have consumed a lot of alcohol. That and you don't by yeah. comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. Yeah, I mean, Amy's not like this raging drunk lush, guys. Like no. I just really, but you know, before before the pandemic, like with an old set of friends, it was I toxic. Was, I was like drinking heavily and bad and not great. So, you know, I just love not throwing up all the time. Yeah. But back to the question. Yeah. One glass of cider, I'm buzzed. Yeah. But like if it's gin, I need a few. Absolutely. It's so weird that like hard liquor. However, I'm just like, unless it's a margarita, then margarita, I can have one and I'm having a good time. Oh, my gosh. Like those hibiscus margari- margaritas on Cinco de Mayo. Or mm. even on like that the pub that's near here. Oh, like, yeah. Why those... is the margarita? Why are the margaritas there so good at tequila. a British pub? It's tequila. It's tequila. But a Paloma doesn't do it for me. Interesting. I don't know. We need to go find a good Paloma. We need Actually, to do an I experiment. Know, I know where a good Paloma is. Paloma. Okay. Do you gals like poetry? I love poetry. I can love poetry. Depends. You know, I almost didn't go. So when we went to ASU. We did creative writing and there's two paths. There's the poetry and then there's the like fiction. Like There's writing. also a third path. Oh, there's there's third nonfiction. Path. Ew. Yeah, I know. Ew. <laughs> I love, like, that doesn't even cross my mind. Yeah, I know. I d- Ew. <laughs> Who are those losers? <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, I almost didn't do writing books. I did. I was, like, so, con- I was really considering going into poetry. And it, the only reason why I didn't is because I was like, oh, no. <laughs> why is this so silly to me? It the, Like, it's a better career choice to focus on how to write a novel versus poetry. Honestly, though. It's true. It's true. But it's also so like hard to do to do that as well. But it's like sprinting verse ma- versus marathoning. Yeah, like poetry. That's actually a great comparison. It is like I. You have to train differently. You have to train differently. I really appreciate poetry, and I think a lot of labor of love goes into poetry. I don't respect poetry the way I respect fiction. So, I used to write poetry. All the time. Oh, me too. All the time. But what made it stop was my first boyfriend. You remember him? Mm -hmm. Uh, When him and I broke up, I specifically was like, I'm not going to write a single thing about you because I know whatever I do write is going to be amazing and you're not worth it. But unfortunately, that stopped my flow of poetry completely. That's that's a shame. Yeah, I lost in that one. Don't do that. Never spite anyone. Don't spite anyone with your creative process. I Poetry is so beautiful but it is so fleeting and ephemeral Mm -hmm. and that's why to me it's a 50 yard dash yeah rather than a half marathon and i think the true test of skill Mm -hmm. 
And and I'm not trying to slight anybody who loves or writes poetry, but the true test of skill comes in endurance. It, there's something about like we're perfectionists and we know the problem is you and I know what it takes to write something good. And when you have 700 pages to like consistency and like really am, there's just more time that goes into something because you have to like, you know, you want every single page to mean something and to yeah. do the trick like. You know, sometimes Amy and I are like, you know, whether it's a short story or our own chapters. And I remember one time, like we've both done this. Actually, this is not even a you thing. This is a both of us thing. But I'm just saying you in this story. But like, we'll like come to the other being like, oh, here's this for you, like a chapter for you to review. And it'll be like, this was great. The last three pages, you're like, yeah, I stopped trying. (laughs) And it shows. And that's the thing. And it's not like, again, not a you thing. I've done the same thing, too, where it's like, Jack... (laughs) This all was great. You can tell a clear difference by here. I think it also depends on personality. Self-harm trigger warning. Poetry to me is the small, like, knife cuts on your arm versus fiction and novels. It's like a stab to the... playing the long game yeah. to cause the most harm. Yeah. Okay. That was dark. Oh, this is a great one. Which fictional character would you happily throw away your feminist morals for? Uh, Zaid Meadows from Haunting Adeline. I don't even think him and I would be a good match. Uh, he's scary. And Adeline likes being scared. My feelings would be hurt. But I love him. I don't know if I would have to throw away my feminine, my feminist morals, but Kylo Ren specifically from the fanfic Landscape with a Blur of Conquerors. Oh, I know who, but also like Draco. Ugh, Draco. You're, you're, there it is. But I prefer Draco with Harry. Yeah, but like if you could walk away with him. Like if like if I would rather watch him and Harry. Okay. You still have to throw away your feminist morals. A hundred. Um even if you're watching. A hundred. Snape? Uh yes. Snape with Hermione? Yeah. Mm. Throw trash those morals. Trash the morals, quid pro quo, what the I don't care. You know what? Who you know who I trash my feminist morals for? Um speak now Taylor Swift's better than I um better than revenge mm. song. Mhm. Mhm. Fair cuz she's, you know, that's not the my my, you know, when that album comes out, whenever that song comes comes on, I will be putting my morals aside. Yeah, that's fair. Thank you for listening to this mini episode of Book Talk for Book Talk. We encourage you to rate and subscribe to our show on your preferred podcast listening platform. We would love to hear your thoughts based on today's conversation. You can submit your comments to our form at booktalkforbooktalk.com or via our Camflare voicemail system. Please visit booktalkforbooktalk.com for more information. You can also follow us on TikTok or Instagram at the handle booktalkforbooktalk. Bye! Bye!